Emotions are an integral part of the human experience. They color our lives, influencing our thoughts, behaviors, and interactions. But what are emotions for? Why do humans, and even many animals, have this complex system of feelings? In this exploration, we will delve into the scientific understanding of emotions, uncovering their evolutionary roots and psychological significance. Evolutionary Perspective From an evolutionary perspective, emotions serve as essential survival tools. They are hardwired into our biology, fine-tuned over millions of years of evolution. At their core, emotions are adaptive responses to environmental and social stimuli. They help us navigate the world and make quick decisions that enhance our chances of survival and reproduction. Fear, survival instinct. Fear, for instance, is a primal emotion designed to protect us from threats. When faced with danger, our brain triggers the fight or flight response, flooding our bodies with adrenaline. This physiological reaction prepares us to confront the threat or flee from it. In the ancestral environment, this could mean the difference between life and death when facing predators or other dangers. Happiness. Reinforcing positive behavior. On the flip side, happiness reinforces positive behaviors. When we experience joy or contentment, our brains release neurotransmitters like dopamine, creating a rewarding feeling. This encourages us to repeat actions that promote our well-being, such as forming social bonds, seeking food, or nurturing our young. Anger and Disgust protecting boundaries. Anger and disgust help establish and protect our social and physical boundaries. Anger can motivate us to defend ourselves or our loved ones when threatened. Disgust, on the other hand, keeps us away from potentially harmful substances or situations. These emotions play a crucial role in maintaining personal safety and hygiene. Love and attachment, promoting social bonds. Love and attachment emotions foster social bonds, a hallmark of human evolution. These emotions encourage us to form strong connections with family, friends, and partners. Such bonds provide mutual support and increase the likelihood of survival and successful reproduction. They also contribute to the care and upbringing of offspring, a critical aspect of human development. Let's see with the psychological perspective. Emotions as information. Beyond their evolutionary roots, emotions serve as a rich source of information. They provide insights into our internal states and the world around us. When we feel joy, it signifies that something in our environment is rewarding. When we experience sadness, it may indicate a loss or unmet need. Emotions are like an internal compass guiding our responses to life's challenges and opportunities. Emotional Intelligence Navigating Social Interactions Emotional Intelligence the ability to recognize, understand, and manage emotions, plays a vital role in navigating complex social interactions. Being attuned to our emotions and those of others allows us to communicate effectively, build rapport, and resolve conflicts. It's a skill that underpins successful relationships, both personal and professional. Emotions and decision-making. Emotions also influence our decision-making processes. Studies have shown that emotions can significantly impact our choices, often in ways we may not consciously recognize. For instance, the fear of loss can lead to risk aversion, while excitement might prompt risk-taking. Recognizing how emotions influence decision-making can help us make more informed choices. Emotions and mental health. Understanding emotions is crucial for mental health. Emotions can provide early signals of psychological distress or imbalance. For example, 
Chronic feelings of sadness or anxiety may indicate underlying issues that require attention. Emotional awareness and regulation are central to maintaining mental well-being. In summary, emotions serve multifaceted roles in our lives. From an evolutionary perspective, they are adaptive responses that have helped humans and other animals survive and thrive. Emotions like fear, happiness, anger, and love are finely tuned to promote behaviors that enhance our chances of survival, reproduction, and social connection. From a psychological standpoint, emotions provide us with valuable information about ourselves and our environment. They shape our decision-making, interpersonal relationships, and mental well-being. Recognizing and understanding our emotions is a fundamental aspect of being human, and it allows us to lead fulfilling lives in a complex world. While this exploration has provided a broad overview, the study of emotions is a vast and continuously evolving field. Researchers continue to uncover the intricacies of how emotions work, deepening our understanding of this fundamental aspect of human nature. What if we got 48 hours only, to live? In the dim light of the control room, a team of scientists and engineers huddled around a bank of computer monitors. Their faces were etched with tension, their eyes glued to the data streaming in from observatories around the world. It was a race against time, a desperate attempt to calculate the trajectory of an asteroid hurtling toward Earth. Less than 48 hours remained before impact. The threat was real, and it was imminent. The asteroid, known as 2023 XK7, was approximately 500 meters in diameter, large enough to cause catastrophic damage on a global scale. It had been spotted just three days ago, a mere speck in the vastness of space, but its potential for destruction had sent shockwaves through the scientific community and governments worldwide. As the data poured in, Dr. Emily Turner, a renowned astrophysicist, leaned over her workstation, her fingers dancing across the keyboard. She was the lead scientist on this mission, tasked with refining the asteroid's predicted impact point and devising a plan to avert disaster. Her mind raced, searching for a solution that seemed increasingly elusive with each passing second. In the hours since the asteroid's discovery, the world had been thrown into chaos. Governments had declared states of emergency, and panic had gripped the population. Supermarkets were ransacked, highways clogged with fleeing vehicles, and families torn apart as they desperately sought refuge. It was a scene of utter mayhem, a stark reminder of humanity's vulnerability in the face of cosmic forces. But amidst the chaos, there were pockets of resilience and hope. Emergency responders worked tirelessly to maintain order, scientists collaborated across borders, and everyday heroes emerged, providing comfort and assistance to those in need. It was a testament to the human spirit, a glimmer of light in the darkest of hours. Dr. Turner's voice broke through the tense silence of the control room. We have an updated trajectory, she announced. The asteroid's projected impact point is now the Pacific Ocean, approximately 200 kilometers off the west coast of North America. A collective sigh of relief swept through the room. While still a dire situation, an impact in the ocean would be preferable to a direct strike on a populated area. The resulting tsunamis and coastal flooding would be devastating, but it offered a sliver of hope. We need to consider our options, Dr. Turner continued. We have less than 48 hours. It's a long shot, but our best chance may be to attempt a deflection mission. The room erupted into a flurry of activity. Engineers began sketching out potential spacecraft designs, while physicists ran simulations to determine the necessary force to alter the asteroid's course. It was a monumental task, 
one that had never been attempted on such a tight timeline. Meanwhile, on the international stage, leaders from every corner of the globe held emergency summits and conferences. The asteroid, now widely known as the Harbinger, had united nations in a way that no threat had before. It was a stark reminder that in the face of existential peril, political divisions and rivalries were set aside. The United Nations, acting swiftly, established the International Asteroid Deflection Task Force, IADTF, a coalition of space agencies, scientists, and engineers from around the world. Their mission was clear, to develop and execute a plan to divert the asteroid from its collision course with Earth. The clock continued to tick relentlessly. In the control room, Dr. Turner and her team were hard at work, refining their deflection plan. They proposed a daring approach, a two-part mission involving two spacecraft. The first would be a kinetic impactor, designed to strike the asteroid with enough force to nudge it off course. The second would carry a nuclear device, a last resort option if the kinetic impactor failed. The kinetic impactor, named HOPE, would be launched aboard a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, with the world holding its breath as it hurtled toward the Harbinger. It was a high-stakes gamble, and the odds of success were far from certain. But it was humanity's best chance at altering the asteroid's trajectory. As hope streaked through the heavens toward its target, people around the world watched with bated breath. It was a moment of collective anxiety, a shared hope that this audacious mission would succeed. For in the balance hung the fate of humanity. The moment of impact arrived. Hope struck the harbinger with a tremendous force, generating a blinding flash of light that was visible even in the daytime sky. The asteroid shuddered, its trajectory altered, but it was not enough. The harbinger continued its inexorable path toward Earth. The world watched in despair as the harbinger drew closer. Evacuations along the west coast of North America were in full swing, but time was running out. The IADTF activated the second part of the plan, the nuclear device carried by the spacecraft named Salvation. Salvation was a last resort option, a contingency plan fraught with ethical and environmental implications. The detonation of a nuclear device in Earth's atmosphere posed risks of its own, including the potential for radiation and fallout. As Salvation closed in on the Harbinger, a somber mood settled over the control room. Dr. Turner, her voice trembling, gave the order. The nuclear device was detonated in the upper atmosphere, unleashing a blinding flash of energy that momentarily turned night into day. The world held its breath once more. The explosion had shattered the harbinger into smaller fragments, but some continued their descent toward Earth. The result was a series of massive explosions in the upper atmosphere, generating shockwaves that reverberated around the planet. The impact was devastating. Coastal areas were inundated by massive tsunamis, wiping out entire communities. The atmospheric explosions caused widespread fires, their smoke darkening the skies and disrupting global climate patterns. The world was thrust into a nuclear winter, with temperatures plummeting and agriculture failing. In the aftermath, the scale of the catastrophe became painfully clear. The loss of life was staggering, and the survivors faced a harsh and uncertain future. Governments and organizations around the world mobilized to provide aid and support, but the challenges were immense. As humanity grappled with the aftermath of the Harbinger's impact, questions arose about the decisions that had been made. Had the nuclear option been the right choice? Could more have been done to prevent the disaster? It was a moment of reckoning, a sobering reminder of the moral dilemmas that arise in the face of existential threats.
In the years that followed, Earth slowly began to recover. The scars of the impact were etched into the landscape, a testament to the resilience of life on this planet. People came together to rebuild their communities, and a renewed sense of unity emerged from the ashes of the catastrophe. The harbinger had left an indelible mark on humanity, a reminder of the fragile balance between life and the cosmos. It was a chapter in our history that would never be forgotten, a testament to the power of science, cooperation, and the enduring spirit of humanity in the face of the unknown. From the earliest days of civilization, we have pondered the nature of the universe and its fundamental building blocks. Our journey has led us to uncover atoms, delve into the realm of quarks, and explore cutting-edge theories like string theory. In this exploration, we embark on a quest to understand the smallest things in the universe, a journey that takes us from ancient philosophy to the forefront of modern physics. Our story begins with the ancient Greeks, particularly the philosopher Democritus, who proposed the concept of atoms more than two millennia ago. The word, atom, itself derives from the Greek word, atomos, meaning indivisible. Democritus postulated that everything in the universe was composed of tiny, indivisible particles, the atoms. It wasn't until the early 19th century that the idea of atoms gained traction in the scientific community, thanks to the work of John Dalton. His atomic theory laid the foundation for modern chemistry, describing atoms as the smallest units of matter that retain the properties of an element. The atomic model continued to evolve with the discoveries of subatomic particles like electrons, protons, and neutrons. These particles, in turn, were found to be composed of even smaller entities known as quarks. Quarks are the elementary particles that make up protons and neutrons, which, in turn, form the nucleus of atoms. Unlike atoms, which are considered indivisible in chemical reactions, quarks cannot exist in isolation. They are bound together by the strong nuclear force, a fundamental force of nature. Quarks come in six flavors, up, down, strange, charm, top, and bottom. These flavors represent variations in mass and charge. The strong nuclear force that binds quarks together is one of the four fundamental forces in the universe, alongside gravity, electromagnetism, and the weak nuclear force. Scientists have long sought to move beyond the standard model in their quest to understand the fundamental nature of the universe. One promising candidate is string theory. String theory proposes that the smallest things in the universe are not particles like quarks or electrons but tiny, vibrating strings. These strings vibrate at different frequencies, giving rise to different particles. String theory unifies the fundamental forces of nature, including gravity, in a single, elegant framework. However, string theory remains a theory without experimental confirmation, and it exists in multiple versions, each with its own mathematical complexities and implications. It represents a tantalizing glimpse into the potential future of particle physics, but much work remains to validate its predictions. The quest to understand the smallest things in the universe is a journey that spans millennia, from the ancient Greeks' concept of atoms to the cutting-edge theories of string theory. Along the way, we have uncovered the remarkable complexity of the subatomic realm, where quarks and other elementary particles dance in a delicate cosmic ballet. While the standard model of particle physics has provided a robust framework for understanding the behavior of subatomic particles, it is not the final word. The mysteries of dark matter, dark energy, and the unification of fundamental forces continue to challenge our understanding. In the face of these challenges, scientists persevere, 
pushing the boundaries of human knowledge. The search for the smallest things in the universe is a testament to the power of human curiosity, ingenuity, and collaboration. It is a journey that reminds us of the boundless wonders of the cosmos and our enduring quest to unravel its secrets, one particle at a time.